0: Glory be to the name of the Lord. Let's return back to us say, glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. What an awesome God we serve. It is incredible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My prayer is that faith will arise in our hearts this morning, and we see the incredible God who specializes in all things calling possibility. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And not only for you and I, but for everyone that is related to us, everyone within our sphere of influence, we begin to feel the impact of the grace of God that is released upon us this day in the name of Jesus. This morning, I'm going to be very brave because I think church is almost over right now. Hallelujah. I don't know if you feel me. I mean, as far as I know, I think church is almost over now. Amen. And so um, I'm going to be very, very brave. Um, I'm going to speak on the ministry of reconciliation been pushing this back for for I don't know how many how many times now, Amen. It almost got pushed back again today, um, but I'm gonna speak briefly on it, Amen. And I will uh, trust that the Lord God Almighty is gonna do a great thing in every family, in every home represented here today, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Previously, I spoke to Ross about relationship, and the second part of this was supposed to be the reconciliation part. And that's why I've called this or titled it the the Ministry of Reconciliation. Amen? Hallelujah. And I want to piggyback a little bit quickly um, before I moved on. If you recall, when we spoke or discussed about relationship, we mentioned a few things that I think are very, very critical that I can bring back to our memory quickly. And we said that we need to, in order for us to have a godly relationship, godly, healthy relationship, we need to look at a few things. And I think we mentioned about five or or more. Um, But I'll mention those things quickly. The first one is follow God's pattern follow God's pattern. So, in in relationship, um, we say we have to follow God's pattern. And what does that mean? It means that God values relationship more than anything else on earth. Amen? And that may look like an aberration, but when you look at it critically, we know that the value of a thing is known by the price tag on it. When you walk into a jewelry, a uh, jeweler, and you look at the price tag, the one on 24 karat is going to be way up there compared to the one on, what's the other karat? 18, or 14, or 4, or 1, or 0. And so the value that God placed on relationship clearly shows that there is nothing else more valuable to God than relationship. To restore relationship of humanity to himself, he paid the highest value, the highest price he has, his only begotten son. So, if anyone asks why do you think the relationship is the most valuable thing to God, you look at the value he placed on it, the price he paid for it, and there is no other price than God's only begotten son. Amen? Do you agree with me so far? And so, when we say follow God's path, it means you have to value relationship the way God values it. Are you with me so far? You have to place the same value that God placed on relationship in every relationship in your life. Beginning from your home to your local church, to your workplace, anyone, human being, that God brings into your life in relationship. As a friend, a spouse, a child, a husband, a wife, you need to place the same value that God places on relationship on that relationship. It means that you are willing to pay any price to make that relationship work, to make it healthy. Amen? That is the first thing we said. Follow God's path. There's no other way. Follow God's path. Number two, we said you have to be humble. There is no way relationship, godly relationship can ever work without you being humble. You have to be humble. Why? Human beings are complex. And it is just near impossible for anyone to keep a godly relationship without humility. You have to be willing to so step down so someone can step on your back or step across it and yet keep that relationship intact. There is nothing that the devil uses to destroy a relationship other than offense. It takes humility to keep godly relationship. Number three, we said you have to master anger. Anger has no other job on earth than to destroy relationship. The only product or byproduct of anger is destroying relationship. It comes with death, the death of relationship. Amen? The first time anger was introduced in the Bible, it was in a relationship. The anger or tantrum of Cain against his brother, it led to the death of that relationship and the physical death of Cain's brother Abel. Till today, every time you see anger, the target for the devil is to destroy or to kill a relationship. Amen. So, to keep godly relationship, we have to master anger. You cannot stop anger, but you can master it. I want to make that clear. It is impossible not to be angry. But you can master it. The instruction God gave Cain was simple. Master it. And how do you master anger? do the exact opposite of what anger told you to do. There's no other way. Whenever you are angry, do the exact opposite of what that anger is telling you to do. That's how to master it. God says to Cain, master it. Amen? In order to keep godly relationship, we have to master anger. Amen? Amen? Number four, you have to be a man of great peace. A man or a woman of great peace. A man or a woman of great peace will always do everything, everything, regardless of the price, to ensure peace reign. That's what it means to be a man of great peace. Great peace have they that love thy law, for nothing shall offend them. A man of great peace is beyond offense. So the devil cannot destroy the relationship in that life of the fellow because the only weapon Satan has is offense. And when a man is a man of great peace, he cannot be offended. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great peace, that's in Psalm 119 and 165. Great peace have they that love thy Lord, for nothing shall offend them. Take it by faith. If God says it, it is true. Don't say that's impossible. <laughs> that's what God says. Be a man of great peace, and then we'll be able to ensure our relationships are godly and healthy. The last one reject strife. Reject strife. Anything that is strife related, just know that you are allergic to it. Yeah. When you see strife, know that you are allergic to it. Just make sure it stays far away from you. Say, I'm allergic to strife. So, I don't want strife. Remember, Abraham and Lot, his brother, Say, let there be no strife between us because we are brethren. Brethren, relationship. So, in every of your relationship, you want to ensure that let there be no strife between us because we're in relationship. We're brethren. Hallelujah. I want to also keep that behind of our mind. Why? Because it is impossible to function in the ministry of reconciliation if we cannot maintain a healthy relationship. Relationship is the bedrock of the ministry of reconciliation. A man that has not perfected or understand godly relationship can never be in the ministry of reconciliation. And what we have seen over the ages, over the years in churches, is a scenario whereby men that have no understanding of relationship trying to practice reconciliation. We want to win souls, that's what we call it. It is not going to work. It cannot work. Because ungodliness does not beget righteousness. If I am not. In a healthy relationship with God and with others around me, it is impossible for me to function in the ministry of reconciliation. And do you know the ministry of reconciliation is the job of every believer? We read it. That's it. That's the job of every believer. But what do you see the devil do? We cannot even perfect or maintain healthy relationship in our own home or in our local church, in our job community, or our local community. Then how are we going to reconcile the world to God? That's why they said the devil is crafty. And all his surreptitious means, if you cannot design it, it will continue to rob us. Or what God has called us to do. Amen? So we want to look quickly on the ministry of reconciliation. Your job, according to God, if you are a Christian. That's your job. That's my job. If you are born again, then your job your primary job here on earth is the ministry of reconciliation. That's your ministry. That's not for a pastor or a preacher. No, that's for any man that is born again in Christ Jesus. The precursor is relationship. Having a correct grasp of godly relationship will launch us into a success path in the ministry of reconciliation. Amen? Let's look at that quickly. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians. Uh, let's do the Second Corinthians first. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, which I know we're very, very familiar with. Um, and we read from verse 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Hallelujah as I can get over that worship session. My mind keeps going back there, even though I'm trying to speak on reconciliation. Amen? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Our God is good. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, we're speaking on the ministry of reconciliation. In the next few minutes, I want you to pay attention. But to be clear, If you have a relationship issue, and you are here this morning, it is over. In the name of Jesus. I mean, it is over. According to the power that works within us. Jesus is in that relationship now, and he's fixed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you are in a perfect position now to work in the ministry of reconciliation. You are in a perfect situation, perfect position to fulfill the calling of God upon your life in the name of Jesus. Therefore, if any, I'm, I'm reading from, oh no, give me King James Version first, then before I go back to message. Because I know everyone is familiar with that. And um, I want to read from King James. If you've been in the church for a while, you, I'm sure you memorize this scripture. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. I will underline that. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself God reconcile us to himself. How? By Jesus Christ. Pay attention. I want you to pay attention to each of those sentences. Reconcile us unto himself. Okay? That's God's exclusive. Well, you have to pay attention to that because before you move into the ministry of reconciliation, you have to know what is your part. And what is God's part? God has reconciled us unto himself by Christ Jesus. Don't miss that. You don't win no soul. You don't reconcile nobody. No. God has reconciled us unto himself by Christ Jesus. Your name is not in this translation. I don't see your name there. Okay, so I want us to pay attention to that because it is critical. Hallelujah. And what did God do? And has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Us meaning every believer, anyone who is born again. God has given us what the ministry. Of reconciliation. So there is no one who is born again that is excluded. It is an inclusive sentence. Now, watch. And had committed, he gave us, now he committed unto us the word of reconciliation. I want us to pay attention to those. God is the one that reconciles us through Christ Jesus. And after he has reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus, the next thing he did was that he enlisted us. He grafted us in. He registered us into his ministry of reconciliation. And he committed into our hands the words of reconciliation. So there is a ministry of reconciliation. And there is the word of reconciliation. Amen? And that's what we want to look at quickly. Because once we understand what those means, we will recognize And that we are failing in our duty. And we know exactly what we need to do. Amen? Amen. This is not a condemnation. No, this is an eye-opener. Amen? And I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to enlighten us this morning in the name of Jesus. In the ministry of reconciliation, you need to understand one thing. That I think in most cases we I don't want to say we don't we don't understand I don't know what it is I think we pay less attention to it and it's in verse nineteen. Let me read that before we proceed. Verse nineteen to we, uh where is it? verse nineteen? Okay, to with. That God was in Christ reconciling the world unto Himself. Okay? That's the scope. That's the scope for the ministry of reconciliation, is their world. Everyone on earth, God is interested in. The scope of the ministry of reconciliation is not the church, it's not a local community. No, it's the word. Every human being on earth, regardless of their status. God is interested in to reconcile unto himself, just like he has reconciled us unto ourselves. It's critical for us to understand that. Amen. And you will see why. Because sometimes we think some people are beyond redemption. We have relationships in our life that we think, oh, this one, nah, she will rot in hell. I guarantee you, it comes out of Christian's mouth. Why? Because we thought we've tried everything. We thought we've done enough. And we just thought, no, this one, no. Amen? But God says he's reconciling the entire world unto himself. So, the ministry of reconciliation, when you take a job, you need to understand the job description. If you don't, you mess it up. And that's the whole goal this morning. For us to understand this ministry that God commits into our hands to understand the scope and all that it entails. Amen? Amen? So, it is the word. It means every man, every woman, every beginning from your household god wants to reconcile to himself if he has not already done so every man at your job every man every man in your community god is interested to reconcile i mean what does this do to me this makes me understand that everyone around me is a potential candidate of reconciliation so i watch how i relate with them now where you don't know at job, driving on the road, in a cinema, if you don't know that the man or the woman right beside you is a candidate for reconciliation, your relationship, your behavior, your demeanor may not reflect Christ. But once you know, then wherever you go, the Holy Spirit is sensitizing you and quickening you, letting you know everywhere you go. There are candidates for reconciliation. Everywhere. And that is the missing link. Reconciliation or the ministry of reconciliation is not something you do by traveling somewhere. No. It's not something you do by going to a crusade or a program. No. That's why I think we, we will read in the book of Ephesians where God said, Paul was praying that we understand what God is calling us into. He wants us to understand what God is calling us into. And he's doing that by praying every day. So when I'm sitting on the airplane traveling and there is an Agonizing brother or sister snoring and sliding on my shoulder. Rather than get angry, if I understand the scope of the ministry of reconciliation, you see, I start praying and start snoring with him or her. Paraventure, that may be the click that God needs. See, my attitude is just, in a way, tweaked, tweaked. Every second, every moment. Why? Because I know I'm in a ministry. And the ministry of reconciliation, God has told me the scope. So wherever I go, whatever I do, I am hypersensitive by the Holy Ghost. Amen? And that's the missing link. We are Christian in church and almost devil everywhere else. It is the lack of understanding of our job description. And God is bringing that into our focus this morning that the ministry of reconciliation is global, it has no geographical barrier. It is everywhere you go. The ministry of reconciliation is in operation. And that helps us to work with God. Amen? I think we need to move very quickly. So we know the goal. We know the scope. The goal is to reconcile the world to himself. So God is not casting anyone out. The scope is everyone. Everyone under the sun. Hallelujah. I'm thinking that by now the Holy Spirit is beginning to minister into your heart. How you will have to soften in terms of people around you, people around you, people in your life, people you have been looking at as as pain, agonizing pain. And they are indeed, by virtue of their character and attitude, they are. Pins. But God is saying, regardless, they are candidate for the ministry of reconciliations. So I need to get that into my head. Amen? There's a Yoruba adage in my dialect that I cannot translate, and I won't bother to try. It. So he it says that, you want to you want to have longevity, longevity, stay long in life, and you don't want to see you want, you don't want your eyes to see evil. He said those two things are mutually exclusive. You have to choose one. See that you want to stay long in life. You want to see evil. Hallelujah. They are mutually exclusive. You have to choose one. Amen. Hallelujah. So, let's see if we can do this in the next 12 minutes. The first thing I want us to pay attention to, though, is the fact that God has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. I can't stress it enough. If you are born again and you don't know that your job primarily, according to God, the divine calling of God upon your life, the divine purpose of God upon your life, is the Ministry of Reconciliation, then I'm sorry, you need to think twice. You need to think twice. And I think I should quickly... Can we go back to... Uh, well, let's, let's move this way. Let's move this way. So the first thing that I want us to pay attention to is You. You. In this equation, in the ministry of reconciliation, there are three subjects matter that I want to quickly touch on. The first is you, and the second is the Holy Spirit, and the third subject matter is love, L-O-V-E. Amen. Those three subject matter at the core, that we need to pay attention to now. The first is us. And I've already said that. I'm, I'm not going to belabor that. I think I'm just going to jump because there's too, too much to, to talk about there. But the key I want to stress is that if you are born again and you are a believer, you are enlisted. You don't need anointing or you don't need anything. No. No, 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 no. Because if you read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10... See, we have been recreated in Christ Jesus to join Him in the work that He is doing, and the work He is doing is the ministry of reconciliation. You can see when we read, it, it says, "God is reconciling the world to Himself by Christ Jesus." And so, once you get born again, you are immediately recreated. You are a new creation, and you have been created to join Christ in his job, the work he is doing, which is the work of the ministry of reconciliation. Amen? Amen? So you are already enlisted if you are born again. You are automatically part of the ministry of reconciliation. And all God wants you to know, if you read Ephesians chapter 1, maybe from verse Verse 7 upward, you will see where God says he needs us to understand what he is calling us into. And that's what I mentioned earlier. So you and I, we are critical. We are pivoter in the ministry of reconciliation. God cannot do it any other way. There's no other way. Angels cannot do it. No, 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 no. God has only one choice, and it's you. And he wants us to understand what he is calling us to. He wants us to understand the goal. The goal is what? To reconcile the word to himself. And the scope is everyone. No exception. So you and I, we need to rub a stamp that into our heart if we're going to operate in the ministry of reconciliation. Everyone around me Is a candidate for reconciliation. Amen? That's the you. The second piece is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is our partner in this ministry of reconciliation. We can absolutely do nothing without the Holy Spirit. See, I don't care... How many messages you listening to? And that you jump out to the road, you jump to Walmart, you jump to the aircraft and go to Afghanistan, and you say you're doing ministry of reconciliation or whatever, you're wasting your time. No. If the Holy Ghost don't lead you, it's a waste of time. It's not going anywhere. I can assure you of that. It has to be a partnership between you and the Holy Ghost. So you have to start by learning how to cooperate with the Holy Ghost so he can lead you, so he can move you, so he can prick prick you when the moment is right. Otherwise, it is an effort in futility. Nothing will be achieved out of that. Why? by strength shall no man prevail. It takes the Spirit of God to lead and to help work in the ministry of reconciliation. So we need to cultivate how to cooperate with the Holy Ghost. We need to learn how the Holy Spirit relates with us. It is a unique experience It is customized to individual. You cannot use my. Now, if I begin to tell you how the Holy Spirit works with me and you try to mimic it, it will not work. It is a personal thing. It has to be customized to your style. So the Holy Spirit is the key for any man and any woman that wants to partake In the ministry of reconciliation I don't have time I think uh, I need to okay I need to touch on this even if I can't touch on the third one which is love is gonna be critical for me to not neglect this There's so much on the Holy Spirit that I probably won't be able to touch on as well because I I don't have time to to talk to us about how the Holy Spirit works with us in order to fulfill the ministry of reconciliation. But I can tell you this, he does it by giving gifts which we call the Holy Spirit gift. If you read in the book of 1 Corinthians, I believe in chapter 12, the Bible says, everyone has been given something by which God can be made known. The Holy Spirit helps us to fulfill the ministry of reconciliation by giving you something. And the Bible made it clear, that everyone has been given something by which God will be made known. To reveal God to another man, which is the ministry of reconciliation, to help someone come to the knowledge of God, God has put it through the Holy Spirit to give you something. That's why I said it is customized. This follow me or copy or mimicking, or, it does not work in the ministry of reconciliation. It is customized. Customized. For example, when Jesus was here, the Bible said he fed 5,000 crowd. Right? How did that happen? A little boy that knows how to share his lunch. That's all it takes for Jesus to feed 5,000 people. A little boy that knows how to share his lunch. So in order for me to function in the ministry of reconciliation, I need to depend on the Holy Ghost and find out what the Holy Ghost has given me. What the Holy Ghost has deposited in me. What is it that God has given me that he wants to use in the ministry of reconciliation? If I don't find that out, I may just be following others, and it's not going to work, and it's not going to be rewarded. Amen? That's why Jesus said when some came to him he said, "Well, we did, we did miracle in your name." And we, we, we ate bread together. We went down to town. He said, "Well, depart from me, for I knew you not." It didn't say they didn't do all those things they said they did. It just simply said they were not recorded. I don't see it anywhere. Amen? The Holy Ghost is in you. If you're born again and you cooperate with him, he will lead you and help you. Everywhere you go, and as you cooperate, recognizing that everywhere is within the jurisdiction of the ministry. The Holy Spirit knows how to make it happen. Amen? That's not going to be something you worry about. You just need to understand how to cooperate with the Holy Ghost. And then he makes it happen. Amen? What I wanted to touch on that I don't think time will allow us to so, is the word of reconciliation. And I want to quickly go there. Before, I uh, the last portion will be love, which I think we don't have the time now. But let me quickly stress something about the word of reconciliation um, that you have to keep in mind. Amen? Let's go back to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 17, chapter 5, verse 17, verse 19. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, let's read that verse 19. I don't think I complete it. To with that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Please pay attention to reconciliation model. I call it reconciliation model. The word of reconciliation that God is referring to is how to. When I give you a job, I tell you what to do. And I give you strategy. Okay, This is the strategy God gave us. If you don't follow this, there's going to be trouble. Now look at how God did it. He said, God is reconciling the world unto himself. Pay attention to the next sentence. Not in putting their trespasses unto them. Not in putting their trespasses unto them. That's the word of reconciliation. This is so simple, silly, that unfortunately, Christians have missed this for so long. In the ministry of reconciliation, it is clear how God expects it to be done. Not in putting their sin onto them. And how do we preach to people? Repent or you die. You go to hell. If you don't repent, you're going to go to hell. But the ministry of reconciliation is done by not inputting. Because God has already inputted that sin onto Christ. The sin is already inputted. Why do you go about inputting it again? When it is already inputted onto Christ. And Christ died on the cross. When you tell someone he's going to go to hell, you are saying Christ died in vain. No. The ministry of reconciliation. God is reconciling the world unto himself by not inputting the sin unto them. Why? He already inputted that sin unto Christ, his son. He's just calling them to come into the banquet. Your sin is already paid for. Come into the salvation that I have offered unto you. The ministry of reconciliation. If we don't change and follow God's pattern, we continue to lose. Because inputting sin does, is not good news. It's like beating someone who is already down. You're beating him down the more. Do you think there is any man languaging in sin that don't know their language in sin? You are a good news carrier. The ministry of reconciliation is done by not imputing sin. It's by telling that friend, your sins are already forgiven. They're already wiped away. God is just calling you into the banquet. Our Time is up. The ministry of reconciliation. See, God has given us an, an incredible opportunity to participate with Him in something that is beyond human capability, something that is just awesome. The Bible said there is more joy in heaven over a sinner that repents. God has chosen to use us as the agent of reconciliation. The agent of reconciliation. If we follow God's pattern, we will win. If we don't, we may not. Hallelujah. As you go about your normal day activity, if you are born again, hear me you already in the ministry of reconciliation. The power of God is already in you. You have the Holy Spirit that is waiting to work with you. If you just learn how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, he will take you from there. He will guide you. He will lead you into the fulfillment of, Of the ministry of reconciliation which he had called you into. Every man, every woman, every man, every woman, every child. Any relationship we enter into will be for God. It will be marked for God. Why? Because you are the agent of light and you are there. But we need to understand the scope. We need to understand the goal. We need to understand how to. The scope is everywhere you go, every man you meet, every woman you meet. The goal is to reconcile every one of them, no matter how agonizing they may be. And the style, the model, is to know that their sins are already forgiven. Whether you like it or not, no. That's what Christ did. He paid the price for every humanity that their sin may be forgiven. So God is no longer inputting it. Because God is waiting for you and I to let them know what has been done for them. That their sins are already forgiven. They should come in. Come in and banquet with God. Come in and accept what God has done. That is the ministry. That is the good news. Let's rise on our feet. As God will give us time, we'll try and speak more on this so we we'll progress. But I want us to pray this hour. I want us to talk to God. I want us to talk to God, recognizing what Christ has done for us. This should be enlightening to some of us. And to know that each and every one of us, we are agents. The Bible said we are ambassadors. We're Christ ambassadors, and Christ is reconciling the world through us. That God says in that Second Corinthians, if you read it again, He said, "Be ye reconciled unto one another. Be ye reconciled unto one another." That's why I said it is in layers. If you, can, if you are not reconciled unto one another, and then you're going to recognize, I mean, reconcile someone outside, you don't build a house from the roof. Yes, start from the foundation. That's why he said, and ye shall be my witnesses beginning from Jerusalem into Judea, unto Samaria, Judea, and to the outermost part of the world. You start from your Jerusalem. You have to begin to work in the ministry of reconciliation beginning from your own household. As you mature and you cooperate with the Holy Ghost within your household to practice the ministry of reconciliation, guess what? The Holy Spirit begins to extend your territory from Jerusalem to Samaria. It's going to move you next to Samaria. Samaria. going to move you to judea it's going to move you to the outermost part of the world don't jump the hood start from your jerusalem and that's the prayer i want to pray right now that the ministry you have committed into my hand lord help me to begin it now help me to activate it now in my jerusalem and if you think you're fulfilled in jerusalem and god has moved you beyond jerusalem good You want to go to Samaria? Fine. You want to go to Judea? Fine. You want to go to the outermost part of the world? Fantastic. Pray. Wherever you find yourself and say, Lord, thank you for the ministry you have given me. I didn't recognize I'm this important. You are. You are one of the most important human beings on earth. Yes. Because God has committed into your hand a ministry of bringing another human being unto himself. So you are the most important thing on earth. Amen? So you need to recognize that. Talk to God. Lord, I recognize my ministry. I understand my ministry now. I have been given the ministry of reconciliation. You desire to reconcile the world unto yourself. By not imputing their trespasses unto them. By Christ Jesus you make that happen. I am now ready to go Lord. Activate me. Beginning from my Jerusalem. I am the agent of reconciliation. Beginning from my household. I am the agent of reconciliation. Right now Lord activate me. Activate me spirit of the living God that I may begin to walk the ministry of Reconciliation beginning from my Jerusalem, and as you empower me and as you increase me, I want to progress and move on to Samaria, and move on to Judea, and move on even unto the uttermost part of the world, Lord. I'm all in to wherever you want to lead, lead, and I will follow, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, let's talk to God in prayer.